0: Rocking chair Jer- Jer- session, session. with Elisa Lisa I mean, Di Battista Maria, Maria Teresa, Teresa Barber.
1: hello everyone and welcome to rcs rocking chair sessions volume 102 with danilo de la torre welcome danilo
2: thank you very much for having me
1: thank you for stopping by um it feels like we were just here not too long ago and if that is what it feels like it's because it's true maria forgot to press record but that is okay we have been enjoying your company and are grateful that you've stopped by to join us
2: just tell me about it
1: it's, it's really just a little button. It's just a little button. Um, but just to, I guess, recap, and we could go back into it, we are talking about um, your personalities or specifically your experience in the theater, and Maria mentioned the show that you did, a two-person show, um, a while ago. And can you please tell us the title of that?
2: That um, was a, a fun show. First of all, I was saying that it was uh, we were so happy to, um, to do it because we for you know i mean not many times we get money to do a show and at that time we got a grant it was a little grant but gave us the opportunity to do a show with a production you can have we could have a sound person we can have for maria to play the accordion yeah. and we could do stuff but we still you know had a budget and we could only afford two actors david and myself uh but we managed to use a mannequin also and change the mannequin also I think it was um, a great opportunity for me to play different characters because we, this is a uh, was a play about Jean Genet. Jean Genet is this French uh, writer. Um, um,
0: philosopher also, Philosopher, kind of,
2: activist. Activist, definitely, yeah. Um, also gay, uh, openly gay, uh, grew up in a very and troubling um, uh, neighborhood and also tr- troubling uh, childhood. His mother was a prostitute. Mm-hmm. He grew up in a brothel. That's what he grew up. Yeah. To um, so imagine, you know, yeah, from being a that, on, that time on, he was always in trouble uh, in and out of jail for thieves, this and that. And on top of that, very gay. Mm-hmm. He had no problem with that, and he got always in trouble. Um, so his writing, his movie, he did a, you know, a few movies, everything was very much about that. His time in prison, and uh, like um, dark. Everything that, I think most of the things that he wrote in the movie, he had a dark Mm-hmm. low poor trouble people. Um, well he got in trouble with everybody so he got in trouble with the Black Panther people and um, all the stuff G- got Government. in trouble all the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyways, it was a good opportunity in going back to play to to do this because I got to play different characters. David also I got to play Sean Shannon as a toddler and uh, and then as a teenager, and then, um, Jocelyn Raffad. <laughs> and this guy from the Black Panther, I can't remember his name. Uh, it was really cool. And um, I, I hope we could do it again. Uh, that would that be super cool. Do
0: you remember what the grant was? So the play was at- um, At the Miami. Miami Shores.
2: theater. Uh, no.
0: It was the- DMC, DMC, old, old DMC. Mm. Yeah, and the, and the grant was from uh, M- Miami-Dade MDC, I think MDC. MDC, oh, MDC was way. where the theater was, right? That's great. Yeah. And the grant was also a Miami-Country-Dade grant D- yes. for, to produce a production. To produce a production. It's um, amazing. I think they always give out like three of those grants every yes. year, not a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I, I've seen a couple yeah. of productions before, and we were
2: very lucky. Um, you were in the
0: black box, right? Yeah, in the black because box. Because there is like the big, big theater yes. in Miami Shores. Yeah. And then there is the black box that this is more the, for experimental. At the black
2: box. Uh, mm-hmm. That's great. We were very lucky. We got that, that grant. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: And it takes a lot of preparation, you know, the planning of the set, and like you mentioned, the characters. Uh, we, and yeah,
2: we had to build the set. We had to do everything. We have a swing in the middle of the set, we had a cross, we had. Uh, no oh, um.
0: the music was also really really beautiful yeah. like he used a lot this of sound. and it's still when I hear it uh, then I I always when I hear the song I always go right back to the play <laughs> yeah yeah because we did we did a couple of um, shows right about maybe...
1: Eight. Eight or something? Yeah. That's a good amount. Yeah. Yes. That's mm-hmm. phenomenal, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't really think like maybe an opening or a closing. Yeah, but there was is?
0: One, one time was like a kind of preview in a design district. Yeah, the design. I remember that one. And then mm-hmm. we we did the shows at... Um, yeah, and it was really great. Yeah. Great great memories. But, of course, you've been performing for a very long time in a different character. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about
1: her? Adora. We're Adora? When uh, was she born?
2: Adora was... A- Character that I, I can say that I cre- created. I helped to create. When I, uh, before I did drag, um, you know, I was a dancer. of my life, that's what I did for uh, for living. Since I was uh, 17 years old, Amazing. I went to ballet school. I was trained as a classical dancer. Wow. That. When I left Cuba, I went to Paris and I continued dancing. But I uh, came to Miami to visit in the in the 80s. Um, and I re-encountered an old friend of mine uh, from Cuba. He was also a dancer, uh, but he came from the circus School, Carlos Manuel Rodriguez. Oh. Um, anyways, we well, re-encountered uh, him, we started going out. He told me where to go because I didn't like the nightclubs in Miami. I'm like, oh my God, these people are listening to Johnny Jackson, I can miss too much. <laughs> um, and at the time, you know, like Cure and all the stuff was 1986. Um, So anyways, we hit it up right away. And every time I would come back to Miami, we hang out uh, and go out and stuff like that. His group of friends call him Adorita.
1: Oh.
2: He introduced me to everybody as his brother visiting from Paris because we looked alike. Oh. A lot. Cool. Um, So every time I would come back, my brother, da, da, da. Uh, we decided to do drag Uh, we were like club kids kind of we decided to do drag one night
1: Halloween New Year's or just um,
2: actually uh, you know I was going back and forth from Miami Paris and I was doing hair at the time in Paris in this very chichi salon so I had these clients and the clients were like all models from the 60s and 70s all very oh, they were really fabulous extravagant and amazing and I was telling them about Miami and on that trip, that year I forgot the year 1990, 1990 was opening of Warsaw. 1990, I think, uh, I was coming to Miami, and you know, like two of them show up at the uh, hair salon with two bags of dresses, oh. like couture dresses. Wow. Okay, what? And I say, oh, maybe you can sell this in Miami or da da la We don't use them anymore. and am la la la. Like okay, take this. I can. That can, uh, I remember seeing some vintage stores here in Miami. I can sell this Nina Ricci and shit, you know. Uh, so I brought these dresses, <clears throat> trying to sell the dresses. But that night, one night after Warsaw opened, Warsaw Ballroom was the biggest club in Miami Beach. It was the club that brought people to Miami Beach. It was it the best club ever, 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 ever
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the, the whole world? Ever. I mean, you've been in Paris, <gasps> so you've seen some stuff.
2: The best. The music that we had was unbelievable. That club was theater from each and every inch. The line outside was a permanent Halloween. People it was unbelievable. Uh, so we were one night there, Susan Barch uh, So having a party. Susan so, so Barch, this night uh, life uh, personality, uh, we do this party, bringing lots of club kids, drag queens. And we were at the first Susan Barge. There, oh, thanks, you know, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the party, Carlos or me, I don't remember, say, oh my God, those dresses. And he was, he used to live at the uh, uh, Franklin Hotel on 9th and Collins. So we walked from Espanola Way to 9th and Collins to change, just to put a dress on. Told no right, I'll wear this, put a dress on and went back. With the dress on and but the same, you know, combat boots, whatever we have we got on, we went Arr, again. Arr, and now, oh oh now and what's this? Because I asking, what that? And now who are you? Oh. Oh we are the Adora Sisters. <laughs> oh, okay. The, the Adora Sisters. And people some people liked it and people, we knew people at the club and all that. Oh you wanna come like an extra dress like the Adora Sisters? I'm like, oh yeah, sure. You know, and they pay they give us, they gave us dinner tickets.
1: Wow! Uh, nice.
2: And then we became the Adora Sisters, the Adora Sisters who draws the map. Uh, and you know what I had in mind? What I had in mind was this woman with a big bouffon and very colorful, and kind of like a clubbish in a way. So we did that, uh, and so we had gigs. We were the Adora Sisters for a long time until um, Carlos died. Carlos died of eight uh, in 1991. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like many, 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 many people at the time, people were dying like flies, left and right. Uh, you would go for one funeral to the, to the other was just in one night. Horrific, uh, like that. And he died. So I thought that uh, well, and I, I was also doing hair at the time uh, here in Miami. I I decided to move in 1989. Um, so he died. I'm like, oh, well, this is like over, you know, that's it. That was a, that was fun for a while and um I can't go back to do hair or that, or that, but I was like because I was my the idea of me being on stage, I need to be on stage doing whatever. Mm-hmm. you give me a box and a light bulb and I'm happy. Um, but um, I'm like, okay, well, that was fun. Uh, but at the time, uh there was this restaurant called don't say sandwich to me on washington avenue and the resta- don't say
0: sandwich to, to me. me that's yeah. such a great title don't
2: say sandwich to me <laughs> and we we call it, it don't say sandwich to me the cockroach emporium <laughs> or the sandwich, because they call it something emporium so we translate that to cockroach emporium you eat your sandwich you kill a little but that was going by uh, so they had these menus, but the menus cover had the photographs of starlets in oh. Miami Beach at the time. Okay. So the menu would say, the starlets are saying, don't say sandwich to me, but with a <laughs> photograph of the starlet holding a sandwich that would go with their personality. That's <laughs> so that, funny. That the, the menus are around, just look it up. Uh, fun, fun, fun. So Carlos and I, the other sister had our menus, like a two or three menus with different photographs, and we were fighting over steak, stuff like, something like that. So Carlos died, and I think that this, you know, I'm not doing anything anymore, that's it. But I had a phone call for the photographer, Ali, uh, and the owner, to see if I wanted to do my menu uh, by myself. And I'm like, oh, I don't know I, know, I don't know. Oh, come on, come, we us see. Come, put something on and come do your menu. You know, so when I do my first photograph by myself, a little like that, uh, people loved it. And then I got invited to do something somewhere else. And I and I kept, and I said, okay, well maybe I'm doing this. And I kept the name Adora. Mm-hmm. So I kept the name because of Carlos. Yeah. So that's how in 1991 is when I say that Adora was born, mm-hmm. you know? So from 1991 on, you know uh, non-stop
0: <laughs> incredible
2: <laughs> a bunch of years ago <laughs> incredible
1: that's great uh, though but uh, it still continues uh, pretty cool
2: because uh, I, you know I was very happy uh, and uh, because I was performing I was you know a lot of stuff was going on at the time it was pretty hot you know everybody was doing stuff Miami Beach Uh, You know, the drugs were fun, the music was unbelievable, the fashion, you know, there were people making stuff in every corner, there was a, you know, like a store, the front store and in the back that would make the clothes and everybody was wearing an outfit, Mm -hmm. you know, life was good, cheap and fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard
1: that life on the beach, especially like Lincoln Road was completely different to what it is now.
2: Oh, oh yes, yeah. I, didn't I remember Lincoln Road having like a one light bulb, <laughs> not a lamp, a light bulb hanging by itself, by the circle, and that was. It. And, that was it. <laughs> and a lot of chiropractors and ugly shoe stores, and um, you know there was a bar on the end. The hamlet I remember by. Um, Alton Road, mm-hmm. uh, Merrill Weiss. I had a thrift store there. It was fabulous. Um, and then a restaurant opened that was, you know, kind of cool. But it's funny. You walk to the restaurant, you have know, to, you know, dark. Lincoln Road was so dark. And, oh, my god uh, It was very... Uh, like, uh um, derelict. Yes.
1: Yeah. I hear it um, was like grimy and dirty and uh, insane things happening, but just fun. And it was a very yeah. artistic time for like yeah. Road.
2: Yeah, the beach in Channel, you know, a lot of old people. You just walk on you know, the sidewalk and see a lot of old people sitting on a road. Some of them, you know, they were asleep with their head back and their mouth open. You Sometimes have, I'm gonna get, they're breathing, right? <laughs> yes, okay. It's uh, just partying too hard. But, uh, but for, um, they were having fun. When they, oh, my God. I can't they okay, They Oh, my God. They would wait. And now, at this time, they're sitting outside and they waiting for us to go by. To see what we're wearing. You were the entertainment. Yes. Yeah, you were like that TV. Us, many people, everyone. Uh-huh. Many, many people. You know, You wouldn't go out. I don't remember never going out without wearing an outfit because the party started at home mm-hmm. getting dressed the party started at home getting ready for the party and then you know you had to wear stuff because you know yeah that's what the way the so most people were wearing stuff mm-hmm. uh and if they didn't whatever they were wearing for these people was super uh, you know exciting because yeah. they even if they were wearing just hard pants, combat boots, and a tank top, which was the normal. For them, it was like, a, oh, these boys in the <laughs> hard pants and combat boots, what's the, You know, it was like a uniform, kind of.
1: <laughs> how but, was the jump for you going from being classically trained in Cuba for bully and then you make it to Paris, and you start doing hair, how? Like, how did that jump kind of sort of
2: happen um, to you? I always like to do hair. Uh, you know, I I learned with you know my sisters' laws, <laughs> <laughs> they, did, they, they hated it
0: because the hair doesn't grow back. Oh, the sister <laughs> And I experiment. give them these
2: horrible uh, bangs, you okay. know, that they grow there, And I, you know, I'm like, "Well, oh, but she needs eyeliner." <laughs> uh, but um, you know, I. While I I was dancing, I was trained as a classical dancer, but I didn't uh, dance for the classical company in Cuba because um, my family was leaving the country. Mm -hmm. So you're not allowed in Cuba to have a professional career. So for me to go into the classical, the Ballet Nacional de Cuba, I had to go to the National Ballet School. for me to go to the National Ballet School, my family had to be with the government and my family was, they were bad. They were openly bad, my mother had a big mouth, she didn't belong to the Committee of Defense of the Revolution, we called worms, we were bad. So I knew that I wasn't going to be an architect that I wanted to, or anything like that. But I wanted to dance. So I uh, auditioned for a little school that opened at night uh, on a TV station, TV uh, studios, and I passed the audition, I was very excited. and I went home and my father, oh my God, I went to this audition for my father, a dancer. I don't think so. My father was a painter.
1: <gasps> he wanted me to be a painter. Oh my he God. He wanted me to paint,
2: but I couldn't. I'm like, I can't do that because he was, he drove perfect. He would do a human, but We took in three seconds. He, he drove perfect. And for me, being an artist was that. You had to be, yeah, yeah. You had to do that, um, and so then, dancer he's like, a, "Oh no, well, you know, you're not be hanging out with that element, with this crowd, la la la." No, 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 no. And I was like, approached. <gasps> I was like nine or ten or. Oh no. Okay. Oh my God, no! I can't believe. You know, I passed the audition. I, anyways, three days later, I came back. To my father, and I said, "You know, you're right. I should be a dancer. I'm going to be a gymnast." And but they, they just opened this school, gymnast school, and I'm going. I'm very good, he said. Very good. I'm like, yes. So I went to my ballet school every night.
0: <laughs> because it was you it was the tube,
1: that the is <laughs> so funny prior to us um, realizing that we lost our information you said that actors are very good liars so from an early age you learned that you had to say what the you had to
2: say the I there you go I, like, I am dancing
1: mm-hmm.
2: I because I was I, I was loving. I was so excited that uh, could be there mm-hmm. you know and not only that that I passed the audition
1: they accepting yeah. you. Being
2: They're accepted is, me, is huge, and, you know. And because I, get,
0: I feel like doing an audition in at that age, you know, so young, and it's like this critical environment where you have to be like, you know, it's like really scary. So it's stressful.
2: It's so scary. I think I was just, you know, like um, we say in Spanish, caradura. I didn't care. I like to be. I. I, I was just a clown. Stone like, I'm, face, just like
1: Carmen. I mean,
2: you know. Of course, you worry and you want the thing, and you now I'm here. What do I do now? Mm-hmm. But they, you know, they just look at you. They know that you're not have any conditions because you haven't danced or anything. But they look at your stuff. How can you move? You know, your left leg from your right left, your neck. Your, yeah, they your look posture, at yeah. your, your posture. Yeah, essential uh, mm-hmm. stuff, and um, mm, and then they train you. Mm-hmm. But um, I wasn't going to miss that. And, especially where I was going to. I was, you know, the school was in the TV station studios. So I was going to places.
1: Already, like, acting? Wow. No, no, like, I
2: was going to the TV st- uh, uh, studios to train Yeah. as a dancer, even though it was at night and you know, all that, but I was probably see actors. Already imagined. I wasn't there, you know, in, the, in a, in a, in a uh, part of Havana that was super cool. I know that. I'm, no, honey, I was... You're like,
1: I'm not missing you know, that. I'm not missing
2: Sorry, <laughs> Uh and I had to take the bus, which was, you know, it was a like twenty minutes ride in the bus and uh of course an adventure eventually because the bus did come whenever. But anyway, he said yes and I uh I went to the school until uh it was sixteen. Wow. Uh long training. Mm-hmm. Uh, 60, you know, you take they make you into a ballet dancer uh when you're like nine or ten, I was like ten. Mm-hmm. You're a little late. A little like you had to hurry up. Mm-hmm. If you're a girl, you're kind of late. You're a boy, you it's can so you can catch up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at uh, my age, I had to hurry up. So they, you know, they had, uh, they could do something with me. So anyways, uh, at sixteen, I was already, you know, ready. Masterful. And they did. A, um, so we had a graduation show, of course, you know, with the in the uh T V mm-hmm. auditorium thing and we and things that we've been rehearsing was all classical stuff and Beautiful. some modern stuff. La la la. So I invite the whole family.
1: Surprise.
2: Everybody came and they said they sat there. And so the the whole show. When I came out, uh I said, "Well," my father father went. I knew it, (laughs) (laughs) and my mom was like, "Yo, you (laughs) didn't." And then she told me after. You just see his mouth when you came out; his jaw (laughs) drop. And then like you, like. Thirty seconds, later, he said, like, Oh, I knew it. Da-da-da-da. And then, like five minutes later, he was. Saying, my mother had to tell him to shut up because he was telling everybody, "That's my son over there." And left. Like, That's
1: my son. Where he's going.
2: Okay, he's going over there. Yes. <laughs> he was proud. <powerful. laughs> yes. Oh my God. And then, he, oh, he's singing He's so like a hard headed La 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 la. Like, probably, you know, I want to dance this and that. And then. Um, I uh, learned that when he, he said that uh, when he say I don't want you to mix with those people it's because I wasn't da- going to dance with the classical company, you know, and well because he knew that I was going to dance just with cabaret. Mm. I was will be able to dance with the classical company. That, that's mm-hmm. why he knew that I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's why he said elemento these people mm-hmm. with the cabaret people. Mm-hmm. For most people, the cabaret is not the same than dancing. With a classical company, they mm-hmm. separated. You know, it's a little lower. Latest, yeah. You know, what you you're gonna dance in a cabaret or mm-hmm. theater. So that was his uh, worry. As well. mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, okay, I'm like, well, you know, it's what it is. You see, it would be fun. And He became friends with all my dancers, friends, and my mother. Uh, because now, you know, I got my first job at 17. At 17, I was already dancing from all week, every night. At a cabaret oh, wow. uh, yes off Havana little cabaret but they just open and I passed my audition um that was very funny because I'm now I'm a classical dancer so I am classic I you know I am trained I got I'm just got out of school and I'm a broom with a stick up my ass you know I can't move <laughs> I can do many things but I can't move you know, and here I am in this audition for a cabaret, you have to go, wow, you have to move, you and have strength. to dance, it's musical, Yeah. you know, it's not Giselle, it's not, <laughs> and you have to dance like Afro-Cuban, you have to, like, stuff like that, and um, so I'm in this audition, and uh, it's really horrible. <sighs> <clears throat> uh, but there was another dancer, Miguel Padilla, and he looked like me. He was very, very good. He was an instructor at the uh, modern dance um, school. Nice. So he was rubber. He was like, all he over could the place. Everything. He didn't do anything. He was Matt Graham. <clears throat> <Plus>. wow <clears throat> and But the boys are drinking, so we down, 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 down to like four boys, and I am in it already. By them, the choreographer, because my I had hair at the time, I had like a, you know curly, hair, a lot of hair, and move, and he shouts from the back of the theater, the one with the batido, you say batido, kind of an Afro, the one with the teeth, kind of you know,
1: with the permed hair, but perm
2: on the head, on the head, batido in the cabeza, he say, you know, get your broom up out of your ass.
1: Oh, my Whenever goodness. you get a chance,
2: something like that.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: You know, um, so, and then, okay, break. So, we went to the dressing room, whatever, and my friend, you know, Miguel at the time, he say, we need to get this. And the only way we can get it, if you take your broom up your ass, you need to move, you need to loosen break your up. back, you need to it up. If not, we're going to lose this gig, because I think they want the two of us. So we because similar. we look alike. Mm-hmm. And da-da-da. Well, uh, we spent like maybe 45 minutes that we had, like or whatever, for me to try to break up my back and try to dance like him, and all the stuff. So it's we, like
0: six years of training. You probably would have to forget, you you're know, like to kind of like unlearning everything. That's yeah. all ballet is all about. That right? L- it's all you about that.
2: Learn Spine. how to use the technique you have. Adding, you, can do anything. you have this, which is gold, which is your technique. Totally. You can put your leg up here. You can turn. You can everything jump. You can do many things, but you can also do this. Mm-hmm. Bam,
1: bam, bam, shake, shake, yeah. and right. I can. Yeah,
2: I couldn't do any of this.
1: Arms everywhere. You know
2: and. Your torso and all this stuff. Anyway, I came out. I probably look a little funny, <laughs> but we passed the audition.
1: Awesome. We I got the God. job and I, I got
2: my job. We the two dancers of this cabaret with two girls and then the um, showgirls. Uh, and I then, you know, for uh, two years, you have like these productions that they go for a year. Mm-hmm. So it gets a little boring. And then I, I got another job at a theater uh, that has shows on um, Fridays and Saturdays. They had Teatro America. It's a beautiful art deco uh, theater in Havana. So we had a show, and then we would run to the cabaret to do the cabaret show. Um, I was 17.
0: Wow! I was still
2: going to school, which was illegal in Cuba. You couldn't go to school, like a regular school, and then work. If you work, you go to nighttime school. I had to get up in the morning and go back to school.
0: Because you were working at night. You, I couldn't, was, I was go, you couldn't go to yeah. nighttime now school. Now these yeah. people look
2: different. <laughs> no, You're kids. You're kids. You know, you know who were days behind of so-and-so last night. You know, <laughs> you were all doing your homework. Anyway, so I uh all my life things when did, I left Cuba. But what happened is I, I damaged myself on uh, the right, uh, the back, my back. Oh, no. um, I tear uh, the muscles, the two muscles they go, the lumbar and the gluteus. So there you, I tear them. So now I, you know my right leg like hurts and doesn't go up here. La la lee, la la la. We discover um, a doctor in Havana, Marta Blanco, uh, and she treated all the people in the National Cuban Ballet with electricity. It's very expensive, but I at the time I was making lots of money. Like a doctor, kind of. Wow! I was two jobs. Oh well,
1: yeah!
2: I was, yeah. You were sad. It, yes. So because of one of my salary was going to her monthly for my for my thing, she would give me electricity uh, in my back shots. My, uh,
0: like uh, Electro-shocked.
2: No. She would, you know, I would um, go to her uh, house. And they would you know, in you the waiting area, you sit there with you could be sitting there with a, a ballet star. You know, that she was going to get her shots in her n- knees or somewhere. Um, and she would um, lay you down on your stomach. And in my case. And uh, I remember you know seeing like a little vault, like a radio thing in front of me with vaults. She would put uh, one um Something on my hand. A ground. In my uh, hand. And then the other one she kept keep it with a little round sponge that she would wet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she sponged me from my neck down to my ass. You know, so I'd get electrochocked and my arm would go back very hard. You know, like, ah!
1: Like every time, neck. every
2: time. And I had to cut my nails like short. Anyways, every time the treatment was fabulous. My jump was like, you know, one meter high, my leg was up here. I was <laughs> oh, were so flying, Hey, unbelievable, but um so but uh when I left Cuba to, uh, Paris. to Paris, I had no electricity <laughs> with me. You know, I'm like, a, I'm like a, I can't plug like a you know, piece of a plug here on the wall and shoot myself <laughs> with a 220, without 220. I thought about it you know, short of 220. Straight paper, straight paper. Uh, so, uh, and, you know, so I auditioned for, I knew that I couldn't continue, like, dancing. Like the, way I was, you did. the way The way I did an audition for a contemporary okay. dance company, uh, comp- contemporary and theater mm-hmm. company. At the time, Peanut was big and all that. So, everything was like a kind of a Peanut Bowl mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. For me, it was new, 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 new. And like, oh my God, these people are hitting his head with each other and, and going Whoop, and, Whoop, on the floor. And now, and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh wow, this is pretty cool. Like These are different <laughs> movements. Yes. Once again,
1: relearning. Yes. You're always a student. I like th- this.
2: Th- you know? And like, wow, this is pretty cool. So, I for this company was a small company, we were like 10, depending on the budget, 10, 12. But the uh, director, Monique Marfasheva, she was a little person, very cute. Uh, she liked me very much. The fact that I, my name was Danilo de la Torre was very exotic, and Cuban, Oh la, 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 la. And, you know, the Cuban of the company, she liked me very much, and she trained me, and molded me, and she's like, you do what you can. If not, you do. She so I was fortunate, but I, I learned, you know, and then I went to some classes and stuff like that. And it was pretty cool. I also tried to teach. Um, while being with the company and I hated it, I was teaching uh, kids. Oh. That oh, was hard. You're like, this is not for me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's not for everyone. Yeah, it's it the kids and the parents, because I'm, you know, I'm teaching in this school in this super neighborhood. Um, and they all spoil. And some kids, you know, they some kids, you know, that they're going to be dancers. Some other kids have never, ever, be dancers in their life, ever. They <laughs> never. <laughs> but they probably do very good doctors or engineer or police. I don't know something else. But if, and if they continue, they will be totally frustrated.
0: Yeah.
2: Because they know like the girl, next to them. Um, so, anyways, I, um, you know, the room had a big glass window. The glass window had a curtain, and uh, but the curtain, the director, the school principal, wanted the curtains to be open. so when people from outside see what's going on, of course. But the parents, you know, would,
1: would line up. stand
2: there to watch their kids. And did they ask me, you know, why my daughter is not in the front? Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, you know, just learning la 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 and explained. the girl in the front. She knows everything is better than when she goes the center that she follows. And one day she might be in the front and somebody else would be following her. I'm thinking, you know, nobody would be following her ever. <laughs> She's always going to be in the back. Oh, no. <laughs> because she can And she hates it. She doesn't want to be here. You want her to be here.
1: Oh, that's another horrible thing. That's another thing. thing. The kids don't if always want to be If they don't want, want to you. be there,
0: then you're forcing something on them that they don't want to and They're not good because they don't want
2: to be there. Sometimes they don't know that they don't want to be there. They think they want them, you know, and then they're like, oh, I, no, I don't want to do this. Or, oh, that hurts. Or, you know.
1: Yeah, especially with the shoes it's and the, a, the it's
2: clothes. A, and the, you know, you realize that they don't really like what they do because you see the other person that, okay, that hurts, but I, okay, I, I do it. Because ballet is like, it's, ma- it's masterpiece. pain, beast.
1: I know, with your it's toes yeah, and the pain. and it's the stretch, stretch. It's pain,
2: hold your leg up. You know, the teacher has a stick. Most teachers have stick. You hold it up. And you hold it up, and you like a cane, it hurts. They go, yes, I know, and we all know you. that it hurts. And yeah. So you hold it, don't cry, you just hold it. And they treat you like a piece of shit, but oh, it's just no. are rude sometimes. They're brutal. Mm-hmm. they come brutal, they come, you know, I, I went through, you know, they go, okay, Danilo come here and do the variation, you see? And then I go run, da run, do my variation, I think I'm fabulous. And she goes, okay, do you see him? Don't do that! Don't do that!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I know you're crying on the inside. Like,
2: what? <laughs> okay. No, I'm go Why? <laughs> you question that? I go, like, why? Like, is it why? He said, "No, because you're and dull, da da, da, da. And Because you know, sometimes we create mannerism. Mm-hmm. You know, and ballet is very much like you don't want to do. It. So, anyways, it, it got to the point that I had to tell them. Uh, the parents and the child. Yes, oh, it's so hard. I say, you know, she is not in the front because and uh, and maybe she hated. Maybe she doesn't want to be a dancer. I don't think she ever be a dancer, but she would be a good doctor. Oh, my God. They got very offended oh, no. And the uh, principal, la, la, la. <sighs> but by, by them, I have my gorgeous already closed, like a lot. <laughs> and, you know, and they didn't like that. So the principal called me in the office and you know, I couldn't do that. I had to open the curtain and she wanted the girl in the front. I had to give her opportunity and put her in the front and da 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 la na da, 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 da and I, I say, okay, you you do that because I'm leaving. I left. No more teaching. Eh? No more teaching. No. Uh, it's, you know I'm like yeah okay you, you do you that you don't want to deal
1: with that yeah, someone did, else can
2: do that yeah, when no. did the
1: hair simultaneously start for you because I feel like sometimes you do lots of jobs at once were you cutting and teaching at the same time at the time I was
2: dancing and um, uh, and teaching okay um, and then um when I was like dancing less uh, and the teach I, I I went teaching again to uh, adults but it, it wasn't paying very well I needed um so I'm like, okay, I can go to school for hair because I like mm-hmm. that, I've done it before. And mm-hmm. I like it, I was already like a, calling friends hair here and there. I
1: imagine You so went to school
0: in Paris? Yes. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. And it was pretty cool. And, uh, and I, and then I, you know, I got jobs right away. I started working uh, with Jean-Louis David. It was big, big, big at the time. In Paris, I was, um, the school was horrible. Um, they wanted to revolutionize like every, the way of cutting hair, they have to be very simple, like an army kind of. Um, it was, for me, I mean, when you cut hair, there's a way to cut hair, to divide the hair, you know, the hair in pieces. Parts. If you're gonna cut a bob, you need to go from the bottom up and divide the hair and cut it a little shorter and a little longer and a little longer and you're top it. If you can, they would divide the, the head in half, very wet, and comb the hair down with one comb, big comb, and then cut the hair with the uh, uh, clippers.
1: Oh.
2: was it? Right,
1: like so And different. then you shape
2: that with the clippers. It never seemed clean to me. It was mudder, and then a lot of gel and stuff like that. Anyways, I did that. Uh, I went to this school and they trained me but then I went off um, and I went to another school And I, because I, w- I work for Jean-Louis David um, they call service which is like the uh, super cuts here you know that you have to do a haircut in like 20 minutes oh my god oh I hate my it. hair
1: always takes like an hour <laughs> so I, much of it
2: I the, it's um, depending on you know, here, but you have somebody watching you from the desk and stuff like that. I, um, but until I got hired for, because they were like Jean Louis David, I forgot how they call it. Uh, it's like a, a couture. Uh-huh. You
1: know, the Jean Louis oh, David like
2: uh, that I was working at was like the <laughs> 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 And there were also the big salons, you oh, know. Oh, they the coffee is better and the wine they give you they, cookies and-, and they give you stuff like that <laughs> and then you're allowed to do like a regular stuff like a cut the hair regular like a you would call it a regular More classical nice anyway so um, that's what I have my clients you know some clients that gave me stuff like the um, so I went to work I'm uh, in a town outside of Paris Medon which is really chichi at this big salon for with And I did that until I, uh, I don't know, I went to another salon. I left, I left them, yeah. And I went and work at another salon that was super nice uh, in Central Paris. Paris it was cool.
0: So when you were, like, in Paris living, like, the good life, um, how, what was it about Miami that made you decide Ca- to leave to Paris? To visit,
2: yeah. The, the first time I visited Miami, didn't like it. 1996, I thought it was horrible. I couldn't believe that people were living here, that uh, everywhere you had to go, you had to get in a car and get into the expressway.
1: Yeah, driving everywhere.
2: And it was, everything was so far and so suburban. Yeah,
1: it's definitely not the yeah. metro.
2: I was coming from Havana. Havana is a city, it's a big city. You get on the bus, you run, it's a big city, you get out, you, So and then and I went to Paris, Paris. I mean. You know, and uh, this was like, and you know. Uh came back again in nineteen eighty seven and then that's when I saw Carlos and, and I started going out to the places that I needed to see. And I thought that you know something was happening. Yeah. And I kept going coming back every year. And in nineteen eighty nine I stayed. Mm-hmm. Um, for and good. that's when you
0: were already, like, uh, with the Outdoor uh,
2: Adora uh, no, Sisters? 90, the Outdoor Sisters was, like, 1990. Mm-hmm, 1990. So just before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the opening of uh, Warsaw opened in 1990. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, 1990. Mm-hmm. 1989, before that, there was a kitchen club, the clubs, uh, uh, mm-hmm. fire and ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these places that were super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it was in 1989 that I decided to stay here. Mm-hmm. I got my residence and all that stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. I'm here now. Paris, was boring at the time. It was mm-hmm. a little boring.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But at the time, nothing compared to here. Mm-hmm. Compared to here, here was, something was brewing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I'm like, well, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Incredible. <laughs> Did you
1: have um, any family here at that time when you moved here? Yes,
2: all my family was here. I'm very lucky. I, no one is in Cuba. I think I'm one of the very, very few. I don't have a, a, a cousin, uh, uh, nobody. Mm-hmm. So they they were all here.
1: Your sisters uh, and everything. very, cool. very
2: lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, they have them all here. My brother, I have a brother. My brother's in Paris. He's still in Paris. He lives there. But, uh, everybody here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, after um, being adora for so many years what what is it that you know kept you kept you going with the, with this character that kept you like do like coming back to her over and over again oh, I'm getting
2: paid for it if oh if it's your
0: job right
2: it's, it's that's a job the, yeah uh, i mean uh when you start doing it, I had another job, you know, it was hair, but uh, the more the gigs were coming, i I couldn't like get up the next day, you know and go a regular I was job. working at the time in Miami Lakes. yeah I was driving from South Beach to Miami Lakes. oh my God, like at eight in the morning after being you know up in a box till five in the morning and you know you go to so the salon and you these ladies would turn my chair forever. <laughs> just being out there um, but uh I'm like you no know, you know I like this I live here I don't want to drive to uh Miami Lakes anymore and so it was a, a they were paying me to do stuff so you could basically afford to stop to stop uh, yes
0: doing the hair yeah. hair cutting and and just be a full-time yes. performer yeah that's amazing
2: that's it's, pretty incredible that's, it's pretty, it's a blessing yeah so when you have that you and uh, then you have to take care of it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and then you can like be late be drunk messy or the other stuff besides mm-hmm. being good or whatever you know because you can be very good but you, if you're always late and every time we see you drunk your face on the floor mm-hmm. or la, la 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 you know it's like we know how you um, stay out of trouble so you, you know you work your stuff yeah. and then try to keep it fresh you have to keep up um but if they weren't probably calling me back for a pay job, I would mm-hmm. go. I don't know, I think so, you mm-hmm. know. Because maybe sometimes I would go back out for fun or for. Uh, but I, I don't know it might sound, rude, but literally because people call me back because there's demand. Yeah, once because probably they liked it.
0: Yeah. Okay,
2: I could, but second because and they pay me. Yeah. So, uh,
0: but I have to say it's just like incredible like the I mean I feel like you're still like the hair always you know the hair and the makeup and the dresses and I mean you have really like perfection you know <laughs> you're a perfectionist with like all the yeah. like I mean it's kind of like also you have been doing it for a very long time so you yeah. know a lot you know you you've learned all well, of it well you, you know? learn
2: along the way if you see photographs of uh, Adora when I started doing it, you know, I knew in my mind what I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I had a photograph, but I didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I was doing hair at the time, but I couldn't do the hair I wanted to mm-hmm. because I couldn't do that. So luckily I found this lady, mm-hmm. Christy. She's my, um, my savior. She's very old now, sick. And she, oh my God, she was amazing. It was amazing. Anything I had in my mind, I could draw it, and she'd do it.
1: Oh, she was like your fairy drag mother.
2: She, and she loved me, she's sweetie. She said, she's lovely, 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 lovely. So, uh, I had her, mm-hmm. you know, that I discovered my she had a little shop in Miami Beach, dark, horrible. She was doing hair for this Jewish lady, very boring, but she knew how to do all this stuff. She was coming from New York, Cuban. From and she had these wigs on her uh, in the window Probably. just there and I like, what? watch
1: you can do that
2: and, and then when she started doing my hair and other people because I yeah. after me you know other people came and all that she was in
1: business heaven
2: uh, you know she had a um, uh, sick soleil coming for nice. her nice uh, and stuff like that. She was. She could. Oh my God. She could do anything. She could do anything. That uh, she, she was unbelievable. Um, so I had that. Okay. I, I had the hair, but then I had to work on my makeup. I
1: know. How long does yeah. it take you to put on your makeup?
2: Because, uh, because now, you know, like I can take three hours, or two hours and a half. I can also do it in an hour. You know, depend. But at the time, I didn't. I couldn't do what I do now so you see the makeup is kind of simple you know I couldn't do eyeliner under my eyes I'm like I could ask anybody who could do do this for me but I didn't want that because you shouldn't you should do your stuff yourself you should learn and go because when, so you cannot be calling a makeup artist to do your makeup every time you go to work mm-hmm. drag queens you do your thing and you go mm-hmm. but uh, I knew how to do boy makeup already and but so I say, no, well, now all you have to do is have more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, white, highlight, dark, you know, you have to figure it out. You know, I want eyes like classical dancers. I, you know, mm-hmm. those Swan like, I, I want eyelashes. I want her eyeliner here. But for that, you have to know how to do it, you know. So practicing, you know, one time you see Adora only has like eyelashes in the bottom, the hair is la-la. But you can see the platforms are there and that, and then, the bottom eyelashes came, mm-hmm. out, the progression. and then you figure, you know, you figure it out, figure it out until you have your your, 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 your vision basically. Your, your, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. yeah. How do you uh-huh. feel
1: you've progressed from being um, just photographed for this menu to eventually entertaining at these events? And then you mentioned you also DJ. How have you seen the growth of Adora um, from when it first started um, to now?
2: Uh, I. I think it, the growth's been like organic in a way. I think everything that happened, it happened organically. Uh, I did drive because of Carlos and his name was Adora, the Adora sisters, uh, they hired us. Uh, we were happy to be up there because we were artists. Carlos was also a dancer. Um, so or, organically, if, uh, after I became solo, Adora, um, after the photo shoot, I'm like, I like this, after the photo shoot, mm-hmm. you know, after we did the photo shoot, and I'm like, I'm here, I like this, I like to be photographed, I like to perform tomorrow, maybe they call me to jump in a box in my way, in my head, just because well, that's what we did, like visuals and stuff mm-hmm. like that, why so the clubs will hire you to be there or just to go there and do visuals and, mm-hmm. and that. Um, and I like I like this, you know. I, I like it. It was your, your uh, work. yes. I want I want to do this because mm-hmm. I'm happy on stage, so I, uh, I should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I accepted the next invitation, and and it became uh, organically, a you know, organ, thing. And then I got my first like real gig, you know, Barrio, this Mexican restaurant on Washington Avenue, opened a drag night on Monday nights. Uh, that was 1992, or right after Carlos died, something like that, and they hired me to be the host, and MC, and everything Amazing. for the night. So that was big, 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 big deal because a huge. Uh, the night was crazy, 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 <laughs> crazy. It packed, Everywhere. packed from wall to wall. Uh, messy. It. Uh, the drag queens were also service and they would do a show. So I was the host and also organizing the show and emceeing the two shows. It was crazy. Uh, you do the shows on top of the table because we had no stage. People hold the tables for you, <laughs> stuff like that. And then we had a stage in the back. One of the best performers came out of there. Every All the darlings, Miami Beach started there. Marvella, Richard Cop Taffy, Kevin Aviance uh Sexilia, rest in peace brasilia so many so many so many talented they were unbelievable so and so and, that was crazy that was a night that was you know if you uh, people had reservations and uh, um, we have a reservation and I knew that they would never see if, if they give me money look at the table you know, I we see people within all the tables, so we're very happy. Okay, you know, Paul, this is Robert. Robert, this is Mary, I'm Mary, this is and now you all sing together.
1: Surprise <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like
2: there. Um, like that. It was crazy. Barrio that was the name of the place, it was my first gig. Um, um Incredible. Maria
1: has one last question, but I have have one, one more, one more. (laughs) I have to add this because um, I feel like there's a drag scene here that's growing again, like a younger generation. Do you have any advice for them?
2: Oh my God, I'm so thankful. For a while, it got very boring here, and then all of a sudden, these kids came out, coming out, doing stuff, Uh, and it's pretty cool. I, they should keep it up, and they are. You know, they're not. Eating shit, they they're doing it. And they uh they should keep it up, and because we need that you big do. time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they cute, and they
0: with all this stuff. Yeah, it's really You great. know,
2: it's pretty cool. Yes. Okay,
0: Maria Teresa, go ahead. <laughs> You've been sitting on a magical rocking chair. Yes. For the last fifteen minutes, and he grants you three wishes. You can wish for anything and everything, but you have to say it out loud for it to come true. Okay. So,
2: what are your three wishes? Three wishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want health. Mm-hmm. A good one. Um, I want love mm-hmm. and I want a clean fucking planet.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. We need that. We need that. Mm.
2: We so happy you got that.
1: to come by to say <laughs> what us today. So much, Thank you so oh, you much, Danella. Thank you so much for coming. Nice. <laughs> and um, if you have any events coming up, um, would you like to share those?
2: Um, Yes, I have, um, well, I am DJing for the opening gala okay. of uh, Gay Pride. Awesome. Big deal. Wow. That's uh, May uh, 5th. Okay. I'm also DJing uh, Lincoln Road, um, May 6th and 7th, awesome. from seven to 10 p.m. Amazing. Lincoln Road, on uh, Lincoln and Euclid mm-hmm. by the Circle, and there will be also a drag show. Nice. Oh, oh. They're um, pretty cool.
1: We'll link up your Instagram and your website to ours.
2: Yes. Yeah. No good things coming. I also got an offer for uh, to play at the biggest club in Florida nice. No way. first time. That's <gasps> amazing. And the ma- manners. <sighs> it's video.
1: Take a door. It's
2: really too much. It's the it's a I never play in a big room. For a gay crowd before.
1: That's amazing.
2: So it's a big deal. We know you can That's handle it, Adora. May 4th. May 4th. Danilo. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Well, fingers crossed. We look forward and um, we'll link up your website to ours. And for our listeners, if you're interested in listening to a cool DJ Sad Train Pride Week, go ahead and check out Danilo, aka Adora, um, on Lincoln Road and near Euclid. Thank cool. you
0: for listening uh, again today. And we're going to be back next week with a new rocking chair session. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.